What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge of Nothingness podcast, and I am David Korb. Decided to go ahead and do the uh, episode for today's game now. That way it's done with um, when I get this bad taste in my mouth now. Uh, Pirates lose 3-2. Um, they had so many chances to at least tie that game or or win it and didn't come through. It, I'm just super still pissed off about it. Um First off, let's just get into the takeaways. Uh, Oviedo, he struggled in the first inning, giving up all three runs in the first inning, just giving up hits left and right. But the thing for me is that it's just, it's it's every damn Pirates pitcher is giving up a run, at least in the first inning to start. They start the game behind almost every damn game over the last six game stretch, I I I just as a fan, it's just like you're so pissed off as soon as the game starts. You're like, son of a bitch, here we are. They're giving up a run or two, and we're in the hole to start. And with the way the offense has been lately, that's the last thing you can afford. But to our pitchers' credit, they after that they usually settle down, but but the offense just can't catch up. And it, and I really. I, I, I used to think it's just the young pitchers, but it but it it happens with the older guys too. It happened with Hill yesterday, so you know I. It's just one of them things, man. Where it's just it's really annoying, and I mean to obviate his credit, I mean after that inning, he 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 settled down, he had an immaculate inning, and it, which was awesome. For those that don't understand what an immaculate inning is, it's where you throw nine strikes and and you get out of the inning. It's nine pitches, nine strikes, and you get out of the inning. That's what an immaculate uh, inning is. Um, seven of his nine pitches that he threw were breaking balls. I mean, just bending them in there, man, just killing the Rangers uh, that inning. Um, but, yeah, he, he after that first, I mean, he, he came he came right back, and, and after that, settled down and, and did fine. Um, I, I just uh, – I'm just I'm so sick of that first inning them putting themselves behind the eight ball like to start the game, and it and half the time it does end up biting them in the ass maybe even more than half the time. Um, what else? Santana, I man, he had a, a rare day off at first. Uh, you know the 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 double clutch instead of just going home with the ball, the delay was ready. I, I I thought delay got up and was ready for to receive the throw. I don't understand the clutch, uh, the double clutch he made. I don't know. Maybe he didn't have a good grip on the ball, maybe. Uh, I'm curious to maybe find out later if that's what happened. Uh, but but that was a rare L by him at first base. And then the the double error by, by – well, it wasn't an error, the, 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 the late throw. But the, the double error by him and Castro, man, that was bad. That looked like some bad news bears shit right there. Like, just just <laughs> It bounces off him, and then it bounces off Castro and goes through his legs. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like I was, that was very uh, what we like to call parody of them today. Uh, with that, uh, another thing that drove me insane was uh, Rebello holding Castro at third. I about lost my mind. I thought that was all Castro, just not thinking he could make it home. Kind of like the thing with Bay yesterday, running the third halfway and then stopping, going back. To, I was just like, what is Castro doing to throw? They didn't even attempt to throw into the infield. He just, the guy just laid it up like he wasn't even trying to go home with it. 
and I just couldn't believe that Rebel held back Castro from scoring. The game would have been tied. They don't lose. It, it just it, I, today's games are so frustrating to watch. I, I just it's tough. Um, to my knowledge, I believe Castro had two hits today. He might have three actually. Let me check. Just make sure. Yeah, he had two hits today, which was good to see. I mean, you, I said it this morning. He's he's probably going to play today. He's facing a lefty. He does better against lefties, hitting from the right side of the plate. And sure enough, he did. He had two hits. Uh, he did have the one nice play at second, though. There was the one that got hit in the hole deep, and he, he got over to it, took his time, and, and made the play, which was good to see from, from uh, Castro. It really was. Um, man, Kutch today. Uh, Perez for the Rangers was killing Kutch. He kept painting that inside corner with the slider uh, and, and uh, fastballs to the two-seam. And it was and it was uh, it was hurting Kutch. Kutch struggled today against uh, a lefty hitting that inside corner on him. Um, another inning today where we had a leadoff runner get on base uh, at second base, and we never bring him home. We didn't bring him home. It it, it happened with delay, and then it, it it happened again. Just kept happening, and they just couldn't do nothing. Like every time we get a runner in a scoring position. It's almost a miracle that the person ends up scoring. You're you're more likely to see the Pirates not get that run home, whether there's a gone second or third. It's it's a phenomenon with the Pirates. It really is. I mean, we you see us all on Twitter. We're all like, well, the bases are loaded. We know that's not they're not going to score a run, or the guy on second with no out, we know he's not going to score. It, it, it happens so much with the. It's so frustrating. It it's. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, it happens more times than it should, a lot more times than it should. Uh, you know, Owens played today over Marcano, and I didn't see that one coming, uh, but um, the person on Twitter, Voice from the Graves, uh, she's, she's really got really great baseball knowledge. She called Owens and was going to play today because Marcano doesn't do as well against uh, lefties, and she nailed it. I want to give her credit. Uh, yeah, Owens did play today, and you know, he—I don't—I—I kind of wonder if there's really that much difference between him and Marcano was was playing against the lefty today. Because uh, that that bunt that he laid down today, this was kind of something that pissed me off with Shelton. As soon as he popped it up and actually got lucky, and nobody caught it, and had two strikes. There is no way in hell got a runner in scoring position that I am going to then want him to bunt again. Uh, I was good. After I saw him look like he wasn't comfortable bunting and there were two strikes and the runner's already in scoring position, I want my man swinging the damn bat. Hit the baseball. And sure enough, Shelton had them still giving him the bunt. He goes to bunt and pops it up. I was livid. I was just like, what are we doing here? He already popped it up once, got lucky. There's two strikes. The guy's already in scoring position. You've got him playing instead of Marcano because of the fact he does better against lefties. Let him hit. But no. Um, I loved the throw from Joe in to hold Young at third. That was a huge play by Joe uh, to get the ball in. as a good arm, made a good throw. Uh, and apparently enough to, to scare them. They didn't try to tag up and score, so he kept it a one-run ball game, which was really important. 
Uh, again, I, I really like uh, Connor Joe. Not only do I like the fact that he brought power with him, but the fact that he is actually a good defensive outfielder and does just fine at first base. I, I, I like Connor Joe. I wish he, I wish he played more. I, I wish, I wish he could hit righties better and maybe he'll get more starts against righties down the road. Um, moving on. Uh, I really like that Sheldon did a mound visit with Oviedo because the last couple times he has made the wrong decision with his bullpen moves. And I liked how Oviedo had settled down and wasn't struggling a lot in the game. He didn't look spent. So he went ahead and went out and had a talk with his pitcher, his young pitcher, and decided to give him a chance to get that out. Now, unfortunately, it didn't work out. But it's a lot better than him leaving him out there to die like he did with Hill or deciding, I'm not letting you go back out there like he did with Keller, and Keller was more than fine to go back out in that game a couple of days ago. So I was. it was good that Sheldon did the mound visit. I liked that he did that approach instead. Uh, you know, it didn't work out. He walks the batter. But we bring in Stevenson, which I was living about two. They were bringing in Stevenson after two bad outings in a row. But to Stevenson's credit, he, he went in there, he shut the guy out, got the inning, he did really well. Um, I was shocked that in that inning, uh, with Castro up to bat, that Bochi went ahead and put Smith in there to face Castro, which put Castro in position to bat as a righty, which was his strong point. I was really shocked to see that happen. I wasn't you know, maybe Bochy didn't realize that. Uh, Bochy, sorry. Uh, maybe he just didn't realize that. I have I have no idea. But I didn't think that was a very smart decision. But then Castro, you know, with drool going down his mouth, saw the first pitch, wasn't even in the strike zone, inside on Jandam, swings at it and hits a, a little leg pop-up to left field to where we couldn't score the run on the tag, on the tag up. So uh, it ended up being the right decision. And then Swinsky does what Swinsky does and gets out as well. And just another mind-boggling inning with the bases loaded and we couldn't do jack shit. Couldn't even couldn't even tie the game up. Um, oh, and I loved with Owens. I, I, the, the last inning, it's it's the ninth inning. You got two strikes on you, and you watch strike three right down the middle. Like I mean. Not a curveball, not a slider, just a straight forcing fastball right down the middle and, and with hardly any movement, and you just watched it and then walked back to the dugout. What the hell was that? Like, if you're not even going to swing the bat, like, please, I got no use for you. Just put, just put more Kano in there. I know I just brought this up earlier, but but going back to it, just, it just frustrates the hell out of me. If you're not going to swing the bat, then find someone who will, and, and that should have been more Kano. Uh, at this point, Marcano's been one of the better hitters on the team lately. I'm at a point where, where you know, fuck it. Let, let him bat. Let him bat against lefties and see what happens. Um, for the game, the Pirates had eight hits. They're all singles. Uh, they're only two for nine with runners in scoring position. Eight people left on base today. The long ball drought is killing them. I mean, I, I'm, off the top of my head, what? We have... Reynolds has hit one in the last couple days. I'm trying to think if anybody else has hit a, hit a home run in the last couple days besides Reynolds. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's really it. 
maybe Castro. I think Castro had one. So we're talking maybe two home runs in the last, what, five, six games? Maybe more. But it's killing this team. Absolutely killing. We had a team that was 20 and 8, destroying the baseball, to now they're what, a game above 500? And the bats have absolutely died. So what the hell is Andy Haynes doing? How does he allow this to happen with his hitters? How does he allow them to get into this big of a drought, whether it's hitting the long ball or hitting consistently or hitting with runners in scoring position? I, I just, unreal. Eight singles in one game. All right, my least valuable player of the game, it might shock you, might not, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be Kutch. I mean, look, Kutch was the only starter that didn't have a hit, to my knowledge. And 0 for 5, 2 Ks, 0 walks. He never got on base. And he really struggled uh, against the starting pitcher today, uh, Perez. He, 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 he did not do well at all. Um, my uh, most valuable player, it's, it's going uh, to be the bullpen, honestly. Like, look, you come in there, and, I mean, they just absolutely shut it down. First, Stevenson comes in there. And a bases loaded in a uh, inherited run uh, average nightmare for a, for a uh, for a really pitcher coming in, and he's he's struggled really bad last couple, and he walks in there and just strikes the dude out like he's nothing. Uh, just that was impressive to me. Destrini comes in, he does fine. Point two innings pitch, one hit, but doesn't give up any runs. Moreta comes in, one point one innings. His his slider was nasty as hell. His two-seamer was nice, starting on over the middle of the plate. And, I mean, just drifted to the right. Absolutely, hitters couldn't touch it, save their lives. Holderman comes in. My man's hitting 100 miles per hour. I just, I like watching Holderman pitch, man. I mean, between the, the off-speed and the movement on his slider, and then he comes with that 100-mile-an-hour two-seamer, it's, it's, just, it's just fun to watch. I just, I just feel so bad for the pitching. Like, I just wish that these poor guys on the mound could get some damn run support, but they, but they, they're just not getting. It. And uh, the Pirates have tomorrow off, um, so I'm, I'm not going to be doing pod tomorrow. But uh, you know, I really, really hope they work on some things maybe tomorrow. Well, rest, but man. I, if I'm Andy Haynes, I'd be busting my ass and just doing something with these guys to get them back in the uh, back on track with this stuff. Cause it's just it's just incredible to me to go from what they were in April to what they've become in May. And like I get it, man. I do. I get that baseball has a way of evening things out. If a team's projected to be something and they start off really hot or really cold, they usually roar back to being whatever they usually are predicted to be. And I get that. It's just that, man, 20 and 8? Hadn't seen a start like that since 1992? Hadn't seen him do other things since the 1980s? And then they become this in the month of May? Like, man, that's just, that's just crazy. But I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I hope they can, they can get on track. And look, I, I understand those that are glamoring for certain individuals to be called up to help this team. I I agree with some of them. I think they absolutely could help this team right now. I don't think it hurt the team, but 
there are other things that are going to be focused on by uh, Ben Charrington and them and development and other, amongst other things. But, uh, all right, guys, that's, that's all I got for today. Uh, I will be back on here for not tomorrow, but the next day to do uh, a preview. I'll do a down the farm segment, around the division segment, and uh, maybe some other things. All right, guys, uh, if you could uh, subscribe to the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. Do it on any, any network that you like to use. Um, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary Podcast with Dave Rivera from SteelersSanctuary.com. If you're a Steelers fan, if you'd like to subscribe to that, I'd appreciate that as well. All right, guys, take care. I'm out.